I don't know how much time I have with you guys, but I'm going to try and make the most out of it. This is episode 255 of the world-famous Suicide Logs podcast. And let's be traditional. Let's let's uh, let's hit you guys with a theme song. Here you go. Hey, we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick. Hey, quarantine light, but my flow still sick. If I had a mate, I have a make your lemonade, and I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid. Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain. Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce. Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same. Deja vu. Bring in the wine, yeah. Bring in the zan. Pump up my songs, yeah. Let's do a dance. You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans. You the only girl I let a pay for only fans. Renaissance, Renaissance man, Renaissance man, yeah, that's me, Renaissance man, I do it all, I try to do it all, you guys know I'm about to be a fucking country singer, I'm still working on it, haven't given up on that dream, and it seems to be working, every time I tell people I think I'm gonna be a country singer, people laugh, so um, I'm just waiting for it, I'm just waiting for people to be like, bro, it's not funny anymore, stop it, you can't be a fucking country singer, now, you know, it's more of like laughing in disbelief when I hit him. Get about them tiger boots. Motherfuckers just start laughing like, oh my god, he's so good. Um, currently waiting for people from my home warranty to come over because my air conditioning is leaking water. And that sounds like a hazard. That sound there's a there's a lot of like wires and 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 um computers and electrical things that go on in the inside of an air conditioning unit a weather changing unit and if water gets on that um i think a fire could happen and i don't want to deal with that i don't want to deal with my house catching on fire it happens though there's a lot going on there's um there's bees that are trying, I don't know, I think last episode there was like a, a black bumblebee or whatever, a carpenter bee, we've got a lot of those. I saw a regular, just a, a worker bee, a regular bumblebee, not a bumblebee like a big bee, just a regular bee, you know, the ones that you gotta save. It was on my floor in my backyard and he wasn't flying, he was just walking and I tried to pick him up with a... Uh, with a leaf, but he kept walking and I was scared he's going to walk on my hand and, 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 and sting me. So I let him be, (laughs) no pun intended. And so he's probably dead. I don't know. I feel like I failed it. I put up a video last night of me burning a fucking slug and that was, that was fucked up. That was a very anarchist of me. I think about that. I thought it was funny though. It's fucked up. And so that's just where my, I don't see, I mean, I guess a slug is food for other animals, but I don't want any other animals coming to my house, period. And I care about the bees. I would never light a bee on fire unless I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I definitely put bees over the priority of slugs. Anyways, this is not what I'm here to be talking to you guys about. Uh, Yeah, this is Suicide Logs, man. This is my podcast. Don't know if you guys have heard of it. This is what I do. Um, and I used to be really pissed off. Oh shit, got a phone call. This is important, actually. This is from a. Let, yeah, hold on. Let's answer on the phone. Hello. What's up? Hey, what's up? Who's this? 
Just kidding. I know it's Billy. No need to hang up. Don't feel disrespected. I heard that. I heard the disrespect and the silence. What's up, man? No, I, it, it, it literally just cut off. I oh. didn't hear what you said for a second. Okay, good. I said something disrespectful. I said, "Who's this?" Oh no. Um, <laughs> what's up, man? You're, you're on. You're on the air. By the way, I, I you caught me because you didn't answer the phone and I had nobody to talk to. I turned on my podcast and started podcasting. Oh, so, what up, everybody? Yeah. So if you're. But this is cool. We could talk uh, the, about the Spartan race. Um, I had a couple of questions. The first question, I guess, can you send me the link to um, to the shit you want me to wear at your wedding um, again so I could get those those ordered? Not wedding, actually. Uh, dinner. For, uh, dinner. You know what I mean. Yeah. The yeah, um, yeah. ceremony. Yeah. Ceremonial dinner. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I could send that again for sure. I gotta order that in. Um, uh, and, and you know, I've been thinking about this for like a while. Ever, I've been doing a very intense, rigorous training for the Spartan race. Okay. Um, for example, I went to Planet Fitness a couple of days ago, and I ran on the treadmill. Uh, I told myself I'm gonna run a mile. I'm gonna really try and get like a good time mile. Nine twenty seven. I ran a mile in nine twenty seven. But don't be alarmed. I know I could do better. I know I could do better. But you know, the flash up in this bitch. I started. I started slow. I just didn't want to cramp up. I knew if I fucking you know if I was there if I you know if I, I knew I could have at least made it like like early eights late sevens. <laughs> I can't promise a six minute mile. And um, my fucking Facebook memories came up and it it pulled up a picture of uh, me at the water park when I was like 17. And it, it was like, damn, dude, that I look like the best, at least look wise, like aesthetic wise. I look yeah. the best in my life. But yeah, you had bulging abs. Yeah. And I was just no but hair I, on your chest. Whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of that, too. <laughs> and then. I thought I, I felt like bad. I was like, man, why do I look like the best when I'm fucking underage? Um, testosterone like nine fifty. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that when I look back though, I didn't feel good. I, you know, I was probably I remember that day. I remember like, oh, I gotta make sure I don't drink water. You know, I want to. I want the least amount of water in my body to get these fucking abs going. Like, I probably didn't drink water all day. And yeah, well, um, that might explain why you didn't feel good. Yeah, I would have more headaches and shit. So now I, I, you know, the abs don't look as good. Even though that was like I was that fucking douche that needed his shirt off whenever it was possible. I'll take my fucking shirt off at church, dude. But um, now I'm more modest. You know, it's but it's like everything spread out. It's not all in the abs. It's all in the you know. I got a little bit of little bit more arms. A little bit more fucking. Uh, my face looks a little bit better. I think I was a butter face back then. I think I grew into my face a little bit better. And, yeah, uh, you know, and you know, it's probably more important what, what you can do than, than how you can look. So if you, if you're faster than everybody else in the Spartan race, uh, who cares if you don't have a, oh, did I tell body fat? Did I tell you this? Um, in case something happens, like if you die or whatever, and I get first place, cause I'm gunning for first place. And I can't, I can't wait for them to be like, 
oh my god you've broken records you this is your first spartan race and you made it this is, to first place this has never been done in the history of spartan race what do you have to say what's your specialty what did you what did you do and i'm just gonna grab the mic and be like i've just been fucking a lot i've just been fucking a lot <laughs> no training no nothing man I've just, been, just been fucking a lot, eating fucking in and out and vitamins every other day, which reminds me, I should probably take my vitamins. But, um, no, I was going to ask. So, like, when when we when we do this race, it's going to be six of us. Are we, yeah. is it just, like, once they shoot the gun in the air or whatever, <laughs> is, uh-huh. it, is it fucking every man for himself? Or are we going to try to, like, stay together and work as a team? Because I know Logan going to slow us down. Um, so, <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, we're probably gonna stick together as a team. So your, um, right. your aspirations for first place might be a little far-fetched. Oh uh, yeah, that's all right. That actually makes me feel better. you get second place because, yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll go over the finish line first. Yeah. Obviously. Just gonna fucking drop party. everybody. And, uh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like to, I like to, um, kind of run together and then do the obstacles together. Okay, um, that's that's good. They're not really team obstacles. Yeah. So we'll just like take our take our turns doing them. Of course. Um, and if like if if somebody's like really fucking slow, then we can all kind of run at our own pace, and then yeah. meet at the next obstacle, do the obstacle together, and then start running again. Okay. Yeah. All jokes aside, that seems like a good idea. Um, yeah. I'll practice. I'm gonna start doing weighted pull-ups. So when Logan slows us down, I could put him on my back. And be all good, you know that reminds. I feel like I mean the only person I never met was Wes, but I mean it's not gonna be like when we went to fucking Black or not Black Diamond, uh, Mount Diablo and fucking Juco had to turn around and get the car. I feel like mm. everybody will still be all right to be in the same thing. That was clutch though when we were at the top and he rolled up with the car and we got to drive down. Yeah, because I th- I think about that sometimes. If he didn't go back, we'd be walking down in the dark. We'd still be walking right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> in the dark. In the uh, dark. I don't know who's going to be the weakest link, dude, to be honest. I'm thinking about all you guys. And uh, I've, uh, I've done Spartan races with Garrett and Wes. Um, and so... And, and I kind of feel like I have a, a good gauge on the fitness of you and Cody and, and Logan, too. Yeah. And uh, I think you guys all have your, like, strengths and weaknesses. I, th- I think that um, a lot of you guys are pretty well balanced. Um, like, you might be faster and more agile than Wes, and that'll help you with some obstacles. But Wes is, like, stronger and taller, so that'll help stronger him with other taller. ones. So yeah. I don't know. It's I think my weakness is cardio. I like just a straight up running part. So I've just yeah. been trying to at least trim off, like cram like a little bit of that as possible. But I've just been doing the pull ups. I did burpees the other day like a fucking idiot. So those like an idiot. Those help. Yeah, every time I do burpees, I just think like, what the fuck am I doing? But you know, it helps. Did you know that? Did you know that uh, the Spartan race they got rid of burpees? I didn't even know they did burpees in general. Like, oh yeah, that used to be the penalty for failing an obstacle. Wow! But they made it a penalty loop, so now you just run more. Wow! Damn! Damn! But I mean, burpees are still good. Yeah, yeah. They make you fit. 
I was sweating yesterday. I'd been hitting the bag. That's a form of cardio. I feel like for sure. I feel like for me, I'm just trying not to go into it injured. Like it would. I feel shit. like if you're training at all, you're um, you've got a you've got an advantage. Yeah. What are, you, are are we gonna like barbecue or something there during the camping trip? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, sure. dude. dude! I had a barbecue at a baseball game the other day, and those motherfuckers didn't know how to cook carne asada. We had carne asada, then hot dogs, and you know the carne asada is bad when I fucking favored the hot dogs. I had two, <laughs> I had two wieners in my mouth. Yeah, that's gotta be bad. Yeah, if that's the case. I, they thought I was joking. I told the guy cooking it. I was like, "Bro, leave mine on there for thirty more minutes." And then he fucking was like, "Why? Why you want it well done?" Then he pulls it out, and it was cold. It was just, Oof. it wasn't even. I don't even think it was real Mexicans cooking it. It was fucking Puerto Rican. So that might have explained <laughs> why they couldn't cook it correctly. Mm. I don't know, man. I guess that's really all I wanted to ask. But I wanted to just kind of chat and talk to if. <laughs> you're yeah. not busy yeah um dude i'd say like the most important things dude okay hold on backing yeah. up um you calling me reminded me that i need to put a camping list together and get that out so i'm gonna do that today do you have anything in the way of camping shit i have a um I have a uh, air mattress. I don't know if I have one or two. So I was thinking maybe just use like a cigarette lighter in your car or something. To oh, dude, if you have an up. air mattress, I've got a pump. Yep. Oh, okay. You got a pump. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Dude, yeah, I, I have a pump too, but I mean, I'll bring it just in case it doesn't fit or whatever. I highly doubt it though, but. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have a pump, go ahead and bring it. Won't hurt. Um, I have that. Um, Do you have a tent? I have like a little rinky dink like beach tent, you know, like something that you bring to the beach. You kind of nail it on the into the sand and shit. I don't know how well that would work. Um, it, does it have a tent? Does it have tent poles? Like, does it have poles that support it up? Or I don't think so. I think it's just uh, kind of like you uh, tie it off. Yeah, I always remember it kind of gave me issues um, at the beach, but. It's more like breezy there. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know what to expect. I'm just kind of relying like, well, you guys have done it before. I'll try my best to stay out of your way. <laughs> so I have, I've got my, my tent on my truck that, that will sleep me and Garrett because Garrett is going to fly. So he won't have any of his camping stuff. Mm. And then I also have, I think I have a four person tent and then like my backpacking tent. So like, I think and like the four person tent like would sleep two people at most it's they always say it sleeps more than you would ever want to actually put in there you think it's going like, to be cold as fuck during the night no no oh, no okay that's what some no. people were warning me they're like bring seven blankets dude it's it we're in we're next to the we'll be near the ocean so it might get a little chilly but like you'll be fine if you have yeah. do you have a sleeping bag I know I do somewhere. I don't know if it's at my house or my parents' house. It might be at my parents, but I'll look around. But well, Yeah, I mean, it, uh, just like bring a, a couple layers, like sweats and long sleeves. Yeah. And if you have the air mattress and a good blanket, you'll be fine. I'm going to bring the hatchet you gave me. Dude, every, yeah, I want everyone to bring that. That's, that's my weapon of choice. 
yeah, we're going to run the race with those, and we're just going to cut down the competition. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> we got to smuggle them just in. Throw them at the people's line. Achilles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As we pass, people just slash their ankles. Horror unfolds at the Monterey Spartan race. That's how we get famous. That's how we get famous. Then they interview, why did you do I've just been fucking a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, man, looking forward to it. It's cool. Um, Fuck yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking send out that camping list, and everybody can say what they've got, and then we can check that stuff off the list. Um, and then we'll be meeting on Friday, and I'll be coming from work, and we will probably like get our basic shit set up, and then we'll run to the store and and buy groceries and, and stuff. Okay. How far away? Have you ever camped here before? No, I chose okay. the campground that is like. Okay, so the Spartan race is at this venue called the Luna Seca Raceway. All right. And then I booked the Luna Seca Campground. Laguna, mm-hmm. Laguna Seca Campground, which is like, mm-hmm. I think it's just right on the other side of the road from the raceway. Okay. So we're really close to the Spartan race, which is good. But I think the campground itself is probably like pretty kind of dull and boring like we won't be in the forest we won't be in the mountains mm. we'll be in like it's like we're kind of close to civilization yes yes okay. Seems... more like a gravel parking lot kind of situation okay sounds sounds safe sounds beginner sounds white belt level camping it's it's gonna it's gonna be like prioritizing convenience got it yeah yeah, got yeah. It. are you yeah. um yeah, somebody said twisted teas. I've never tried a twisted tea before to bring, yep. and uh, I'm down to try a twisted tea. That's um, like when Garrett and I get together, we get twisted on the teas. Twisted on the teas. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm thinking about I know I told you I don't really drink and stuff, but I think I'm going to do it. I'm not going to get fucked up, but. Um, I'm, I'm not going to encourage you to drink, but um, I would say if there's one one substance you should take, you already know what it is. I already mentioned it. I'm not going to mention it again. Oh, you don't want to me- it for for uh, privacy, or is it because on, on the podcast you can mention it? I don't care. No, I don't care. Yeah, I. Um, well, here's the thing: I really don't want to be the guy that like peer pressures my friends into doing stuff that they don't want to do. Yeah. Because like, if somebody were to do something because I was like, "Dude, you should do it," come on, <laughs> and then they had a bad time. I'm, That's exactly how bad. you'd say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? You know what it is for me. Why I don't want to do it is because I know. Uh, from experience when i take that kind of stuff i don't sleep and i just feel like that's gonna affect me like like for the race or something or just in Mm -hmm. general you know my plan is or feeling sick like that's a risk too just straight up feeling sick and not having a good time yeah feeling like i need to be babysat you know well so we race on sunday yeah and then we we have one more night of camping and then we leave on monday Oh, okay. Huh. So my plan was to race and then get back and then dabble. Uh, okay. Yeah, that that makes it sound a little bit more. Yeah, um I might bring some weed if you want. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'm going to bring my um some Eddie Blaze. Okay. Oh man, I haven't done those in a while. I haven't done those in a while. Yeah, yeah man, I'm just like uh, uh, Yeah, that'll affect the lungs. Get the um, get your carotid lungs for the fucking 
Spartan race. But yeah, I feel like as far as mushrooms is concerned, like it's such a long trip that I would I would probably like start start the dabbling at like two in the afternoon. When was the last time you did those? Because I remember you hit me up about them, and I think I threw them away or something. Uh, last time was in uh, was last summer. Okay. Yeah, last um, summer. I don't remember if that was when you came to my house or not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, did, I didn't did you have really, your like, truck? I didn't take enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it, what, three times? And the first time was on this podcast and recorded it. And I just, I don't know. You know when they say that you're supposed to kind of like find things out about yourself when you do that shit? I just, I just found out that I'm a cranky guy. I don't know. I just remember (laughs) in the show, maybe it was with the wrong people or something, but I was like, guys, just shut up or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then, did you. Go ahead. Did you ever get to the point where you were at least seeing things? Like, you know, um... Oh, wow. Okay. No. No. Neither times, actually. Hmm. Not really seeing things. Yeah. But I had a really good experience the first time, and then the second time, I just... I don't think I took enough, so I'm gonna try to up the ante a little bit. Yeah, I recommend it. What I want... What I want is just everybody to be around the campfire just like happy and loose and just like getting into it you know just going deep that's what i want you can't force that kind of thing though but i'm just gonna try to make everybody comfortable and i want everybody to just have a good ass time it's like all my favorite people in the same area i'm gonna try to take advantage of it yeah man i think it's everybody else's responsibility to do their part too to get to that goal yeah, I feel honored. I don't know if I made it um, clear enough. I feel honored that I'm one of the only non-white people. No, the <laughs> only non-white person chosen. Like I really been thinking about. It. I was like, God damn! Like it, 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 we've come a long way as friends. I remember still when I first met you. I I was like, you play Xbox, <laughs> and then you added me, <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, you're muted, <laughs> and here I am, I one like- of the top five people in your fucking uh <laughs> that's true party. dude all it takes is just perseverance you know you don't yeah. you don't have to be a good friend you just have to be a friend for a long time <laughs> i'm just kidding uh yeah, yeah. i know yeah you're, you're, fucking dumb right it down though. play it down like oh you know well uh i kind of ran out of friends so uh <laughs> five people uh so who's left <laughs> Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been thinking about it too. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm ever gonna have an opportunity like this with a friend. Like, it's you're literally probably like one of two friends that would invite me out to something like this or uh-huh. uh, include me in their circle. I'd say it took me a long time to realize too that I think that like the time to the t- like the time of making friends <laughs> is like pretty much long gone <laughs> and uh, like. So you just have to really fucking work hard to maintain the ones you have because if you lose the ones you have, like you're never getting that kind of friendship back, like with, with new people in your life, you know, like I a hundred percent agree. I think that people are like, Oh fuck. Like they put their friendships with their like high school friends 
and their college friends like to the side they're like uh i'm busy right now i'll just make new friends later if i need friends and then they're like fuck i need friends (laughs) and then they don't have any and they can't make any (laughs) dude i know some people that like I'm not going to name names, but it seems like that's what the route they did. Like they were almost embarrassed of their high school slash even college life. And they just wanted to like start fresh and they'd move somewhere far away and be like, I'm going to be cool here. And then it doesn't work out. And they're just like, well, I'm going to just pretend I'm cool and not talk to anybody or something. Yeah. I feel like that could have happened to me. Busy. I just wasn't successful enough to. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's what I'm going to say. I Like what I said, how I feel you're one of my only friends that would invite me to something like this. I also feel like you're one of my only friends who's just successful in that regard. Like I swear I was telling Lily the other day, like, yeah, dude, Billy seems like the only friend who would even get married and have like an actual bachelor party. All my other friends are fucking losers. And <laughs> like <laughs> they already have kids and the bachelor party's out of the fucking way or they'll never have a fucking wedding or anything so in that regards i guess i don't know it's uh i mean that's the mean way to put it if you want to like look at it as social points and shit like that but it's just more trying to be funny (laughs) yeah i kind of have mixed feelings about that too like um i i I think i also could have things could have been differently where i i never like did these like traditional things where I like got a house, got a wife, got, had a a wedding and a bachelor party and and those kind of things. But like, I wanted to like do them kind of my own way, which is like why we're doing a Spartan race instead of like going to Miami or whatever, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all those things though, that you said, like owning a house and getting married and stuff like that. Like, I feel like I'm, kind of on the same fucking path and dude i was just thinking about it maybe like an hour or two ago because i right now i'm currently waiting for someone for my home warranty to come over to fix my fucking ac because it's leaking water and then like as i was doing that before i called and all of this stuff and started doing the podcast i was washing dishes and just like eating breakfast and looking at that fucking picture of me at 17 and just thinking like, man, I fucking looked like that back then. Cause I didn't have any bills to pay or anything to worry about. Yeah, like yeah. I had all the time in the world to do fucking sit-ups and starve myself. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like, it's everything you just said sounds so cool from the outside perspective, especially to somebody who doesn't live that life and is striving to get there. But it, you know there's a lot of people that are like our peers or people that are our age that just it seems like owning a house or starting a family or anything just seems like such a fucking long ways away like it's almost impossible especially the older we're getting like you can barely even make friends at this age you want to start fucking family you know and so but there's a lot of fucking work that gets put into it and i guess i kind of question myself sometimes like a little bit today i was like is it fucking worth it like yeah, I'm working towards something. This is what I want. But it's like, I don't know. There's a little bit of like doubt of sometimes. Because I know for sure if I wasn't where I was at, I'd still want to strive to be here. Because once upon a time, rewind five years ago, this is if you were to ask like a fucking job interview, where do you see yourself in five years? The perfect answer would probably be how I'm living right now, at least on Mm. paper. But now that I'm here... It sometimes I think like, what if I fucking failed on trying to achieve this here? And what if I just like how much less stressed I would be if I just like sold my house 
and had like no ties and just kind of winged it every month. But I, knowing me, knowing me as a person, I wouldn't like it. I know I, I, I yeah, I like stability. Miserable. Yeah, I just always be worried. I'm a stressor. So yeah, but even living this like life that seems good from the outside or whatever, if you just name all the achievements and put it on paper. Hold on. Oh, that's a potential spam. I'm not answering that. Um, what was I saying? Uh, for me, a big a big thing was like not because you're right about how much work it takes to get to like this level, I guess, where you have all these things, but you also have all these bills and responsibilities and stuff. Like that is a lot of work. But for me, a lot of change was even like going from not wanting or caring about those things to caring about them and actually wanting them mm. like going from it, it there wasn't a lot of time between where i am now where i'm getting married this year and where i was when i thought i would never get married and yeah. same thing with where i was now where i am now like thinking about uh trying to have a kid this year to when I thought I would never have kids like there wasn't that much time in between those things so um it's a lot of work but it's also a lot of change that like and I feel like this is typical for men like a lot of men see a life with a mortgage and a wife and kids and they're like that man is beaten down like he's Mm -hmm. in a cage you know like yep he's got no freedom, no independence, you know, he's like a domesticated animal. I remember thinking that. And then eventually it kind of, you realize that those responsibilities, um, like you live for those responsibilities. They make life better. They enrich your life. You know, when you can look at, when you can look at a house and think like, I, I own this when you can like, um, you know, look at um, your career, and you're like, I worked for this. When you when you have a, a family, and you're like, I've like built this. Like, you take a lot of pride in that. Whereas, like, if you had just you know, you know, stayed single, stayed renting, um, just partied, tried to maximize like having fun, you would have nothing at the end of the day to like. It's about take purpose. Pride in. It's about having yeah. a purpose, you know. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I relate. I guess for me, I don't know if you feel this way because you were saying it's um kind of a small window, like a small amount of time where you made that change of like, I ain't never getting married. I ain't never yeah. having kids. But now it's kind of like I, I feel like I, within the past five years, I changed my mind like every year. Like, yeah. or maybe every six months I'll be like, I want a kid. And then like, I'll fucking pay a bill and be like, nah, fuck that. And the kids <laughs> way more bills. And, um, it's something I'm working on though. Like really, um, dude, the day I saw you in Sacramento when I did the, the laughs unlimited, uh, I remember driving home and I kind of got in a little like a uh, bickering with my girl and, um, she she was drinking a little too, and every time you drink, the truth kind of comes out a little. And she mm-hmm. said something that like stuck with me a lot, um, that she didn't realize that it kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say hurt my feelings. Uh, that's not the right way to put it, but just more on like, 
it 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 made me I don't know just think about it for days because I know it's true and she she said I'm a did she say what did she say I think I don't know exactly how, what she said but she basically said I was a selfish person and she was talking about like with my friends with my family you know and I guess it wasn't even like I didn't feel disrespected or anything and and I kind of trust what she says but it's more of like I already knew that before she said it you know and I feel like you as my friend like how our friendship has gone it's kind of an example of that and like the problems that I have with you as a friend it's not just you and me it it's with everyone it's my family and things like that like I just I'm just not a giving person and I've been trying to work on it for as long as I've kind of realized it and I kind of like realize it with just like you know reflecting on how I treat you and all my other friends and stuff and I just kind of been I don't know I never really liked that about myself I realize I do it and stuff like that but I'm like I don't know I'm just trying to be more of a giving person and I don't know if it's because it's a only child syndrome or something I don't know what it is but sometimes the bottom line is just me being fucking frugal I guess I don't know I think that everybody is like pretty much like inherently selfish, right? And like, yeah, when somebody is like doing something for somebody else, it's because they get something out of it too, you know. And mm. um, like that's you know that's one way to look at it. But um, I like I I I can easily reflect on like things that I've done and things that I've said and like it could be pretty easily interpreted as being like selfish too, you know? Right. Like, I, I guess I just, um, see, that's the thing. I don't want to expect things from people. Like I don't want to give somebody something and be like, Oh, well when it's my birthday, hopefully they return the favor kind of thing. Like, and I don't want people to think that either because really in my head, if I'm, if I'm doing something, I guess I, I just feel awkward about it. Um, but lately i'll i'll do something out of uh the kindness of my heart and and it'll like surprise me because sometimes it could be something really small like it was a co-worker's birthday of mine last week and <laughs> oh man i didn't tell him but this is what really happened i fucking instacarted uh, my groceries and <laughs> i'm gonna look like a fucking douche for this but it's the truth um, I, I accidentally ordered these like these granola bars or protein bars that I didn't mean to put in my cart, but they still uh-huh. delivered it. And it was full of fucking like Brazil nuts and just it didn't look good. And so, you know, they delivered it. I looked at it. I was like, I'm not eating that. And then the next day it was my buddy's birthday. So I just gave him the whole fucking box of granola bars. Like, yeah, happy birthday, buddy was thinking of you. Uh, the fucking guy on the box looks like you. So I just thought I'd give it to you. And, uh, you know, I, I, he was really happy for it and it made me feel good that, <laughs> that he thought that I was thinking about it. And so, yeah, uh, you can say that, like you, you just said it, it made you feel good. So it did. And then the next day I saw him eating the bars for like breakfast and I was like, look, he's fucking, you know, and, uh-huh. but it's. It was with those intentions just to make somebody happy. Like, I don't expect anything. And this guy's already done a lot for me. And even my girl has brought it up like, your coworkers, they do so much for you. And you just, you treat them like shit. And sometimes, 
sometimes in my head i'm always all like well that's their fault for fucking being so nice as someone who treats them like shit you know <laughs> that's how i think of it <laughs> it's awkward like i don't know I, I i don't do well when people give me like an overwhelming amount of like gifts or something because i just feel like i don't know i don't feel like i don't deserve it or something i don't know it's weird yeah i know what you mean like like man why are you doing all this like i had no intention of doing something like this for you <laughs> yeah yeah no I don't know. uh yeah i mean you shouldn't get upset if like uh somebody does something for you with the intention that you would do it for them too like that's that's selfish on their part i guess or like it just feels fake sometimes like it makes me question like why the fuck you give me this you know yeah um and it's like do you do this for other people i don't know <laughs> like it's just it's just weird you um, might be totally overthinking it though oh yeah for sure i'm just kind of thinking i'm just talking it's just <laughs> it's not like i stay up all night fucking like what the fuck <laughs> i need to be it's just a small little thing yeah um I man that, like do you think that you have a habit of like assuming that other people will do what you would do in that situation and that kind of like becomes this mismatch between your expectation and reality because i do that all the time Mm, i'm trying to think of of an example no man if i really if i give something to someone for for most of my life i feel like it's always just been because i wanted to i never really feel like forced and I have this, I feel like I have this dumbass mentality, um, that's kind of going away, um, as a year, as I get older and as the years go on, like, uh, for an example, like mother's day or something. I think I remember like two years ago, I was like, man, fucking mother's day. It's just another bill. You know, you get your, <laughs> you get your mom something every fucking year. And it's like some people just, they act like it's the last mother's day they're ever going to have. Um, and that goes with anything, Christmas, whatever. But then I really think about it as I get older. It's like, fuck, dude, they are going to die. Like, and then when they do die, you're going to think about that one year where you got your mom a fucking $20 Bed Bath & Beyond gift card after Bed Bath & Beyond went out of business. <laughs> and you just fucking feel like a piece of shit. And that's kind of like a selfish thing still in a way because you're still thinking about yourself and how you're going to feel like shit for treating someone like shit but lately i'm just like man um i don't want to overdo it like okay so like last mother's day dude uh like a month ago or something i gave my mom (laughs) i gave my mom a 200 dollar like visa gift card not no gift card to one place for you to go to just fucking cash in a card and Uh she was just like whoa my son's stepping up 200 dollars. this is a lot you know your mom said that yeah she did and then my dad got jealous my dad was like huh how come your mom gets 200 and i remember my birthday you gave me 100 i'm like damn (laughs) keeping fucking score here bro yeah well you know she did carry you yeah dude nine months and had to give birth that's different (laughs) my dad's only uh changed my diaper twice in my life and he still holds that over me every time i have to do something for him he'll be like i change your diapers like twice (laughs) you know (laughs) Yeah, that's why you don't get as much on Father's Day as Mother's Day. Do you uh do you for sure want a boy or a girl? Do you not care? I want a boy and then a girl. So I want an older son and then a younger daughter. Mm, yeah, that's the best. Did I ever tell you my wanting kids joke? 
Uh, maybe, but remind me. All right. So, you know, I kind of want kids. I'm in the market. No kids yet, but I'm in the market. And uh, the only issue is for me, I really want a boy. Like, fuck having a daughter. No offense to women. It's just they, they seem like a lot of drama. And uh, I want a boy so bad there's actually the surgery that you can get on your fucking nuts that highly increases the chances of you having a boy. And so, yeah, I've been thinking about getting the surgery and my girl's like, she she's not with it. She doesn't want us playing God about it. She wants it to naturally happen. And I'm like, playing God, I basically play God every time I pull out. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if... If like you know, all life is sacred, and and you should not use, I don't know, the religious angle would would be like you can't pull out, you can't use any birth control. I don't know, man. These kids, I'm just the world's kind of. I don't know if I'm being a fucking old boomer or whatever, but I'm observing, man. The world's fucking crazy, and I yeah. just feel like. How many years you think until like all the fucking incels and stuff are gonna shut the fuck up and be pacified with sex robots? You know, no, not very many. I think it's coming soon. I think it's coming soon. I think marriage is not to fucking like burst your bubble because I'm still kind of on that boat too on getting married. But I just, I just think there might be a couple of years, like 10, 15 years, where everybody just looks at people who've got families and kids and be like, "What a fucking old-fashioned motherfucker." Yeah, and because I don't know, it's just these kids, man. They're so ever since COVID and these zooming fucking classes and stuff, and I don't know, the world's weird. Maybe I yeah, dude. I getting know. getting married and having kids is like the the most punk rock thing you can do now. <laughs> <laughs> man, I just I just worry about having kids and them growing up with a bunch of other fucked up kids. Or like, I mean, that's just natural parenting, I guess, you know, like you can't, you got to take a risk, but man, I feel like if I were to have a fucking kid and he were to get his ass fucking beat or jumped or something just for, just cause I would just kind of be like, man, why did I put him here? I feel responsible. Like if I, if I just never had him, he wouldn't have gone through (laughs) this fucking bullshit. Yeah. But like it builds character. Yeah, I feel like I will say that because I remember we went to we went through the public school system and I I kind of credit that to how it built me and stuff. But, you know, eight year olds worked on the railroads a a very long time ago. And I bet the fucking parents are saying it builds character, too. It's like, you know, when I was eight, all of my best friends died in the fucking mines and uh that's what made me the man i am today yeah i've had a fucked up back since the age of 10 but it taught me to be a fucking a warrior it taught me (laughs) i agree with you i think that just because like we did things a certain way doesn't mean that that's the best way to do them um where i'm actually like very highly considering homeschooling my kids if i have kids because Mm. of the my experience with public school and things that I'm seeing that are happening in public school. But I don't want to like have kids that are like sheltered and unsocialized. So how do you strike a balance between like protecting your kids from the craziness that's out there and like 
not having like sheltered and super soft kids, you know? You got to be a chaperone. You're going to be one of those parents that comes to all the field trips. Um, all the kids are going to fucking know you. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, didn't, very I didn't like when my parents were chaperones, though, you know? Really? Was it embarrassing? Yeah, well, you just got to like, you're, you're, you're in like a heightened sense of getting in trouble when your parents are chaperones. Mm. Can't get away with as much. Did you go to the D.C. trip in middle school? Yes. See, I got a coworker. He's like uh, in his 40s. He's old as fuck. And uh, he's got two kids that are in middle school. And the D.C. trip is being brought up. And yeah. and he's like doing the math. And it's like, how much was it? It's It was more expensive than what you think it w- would be. I think it's like 1600 per kid. Or something uh-huh. like that for I don't know how long the DC trip even is like a week, and um, it's it's even more if the parents go and he's got two kids and he's just like doing the math and he's like bro I'm gonna be in debt forever and he just like calls me he's like don't have kids and he lives in a rich area where our good friend Cody lives so everybody mm. is like you know it's like expected to go there. Yeah, and you know, it just I, sometimes I just imagine having a kid that wants everything, you know, who always wants the latest iPhone, and who always wants to go on the trips and stuff. And me knowing me, I'm gonna try to be like, no, dude, like, why don't you wait four years and like it works perfectly fine. Use your iPhone eight or whatever. But I just fear that I'm gonna have some relentless ass kid that's gonna go on a fucking hunger strike until he gets what he wants or something. <laughs> I know, dude. Me too. How do you keep your kids off of TikTok? You know? Yeah. When oh man. They go man. to school. They're gonna see it, mm-hmm. and then like they're going to become maniacs for it. Like they will. They'll just scream and cry until you cave. You just not cave, <sighs> and like they just say, "Fuck you, dad. I hate you." Yeah, because that, like, even though you could kind of be like, they're just kids, I feel like that that shit builds resentment. You don't know how long a kid could stay angry at you because you could kind of be in the wrong, like, imagine that kid grows up and maybe the kid's like 13 or something and you won't let him have a fucking smartphone and they grow up to be 23 and they talk about the horrors of their parents not letting them have TikTok and then everybody just was like, oh my God, you poor thing. And just you end up on fucking oprah or whatever and like what i don't know and they just (laughs) you're the bad guy (laughs) because you're trying to do the right thing um yeah dude i have a fucking that that same coworker. his daughter's like 13 and she's like trying to negotiate getting snapchat and Uh it just we, we were just having this long conversation about it and it just hit me like holy shit dude snapchat's still a thing you still use snapchat i don't uh yeah i do a little bit yeah like, dude, i, I forget i can't fucking send videos to people sometimes so it's easier if i just snap it things to them okay i have an account but i haven't had yeah. the apps in years but it's i just think about okay i'm 28 right now and i remember using snapchat at like 20 and at 19 and it's crazy how long that that has kind of been like a thing apparently with the kids snapchat is like the like the biggest social media like kids aren't really into like uh uh instagram and twitter and facebook they're 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 all about the snap and they're all about keeping their location on like it's the cool thing to like 
share where they're at. It is weird, man. It's weird. That's the the government right there getting involved. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I have this theory. What do you think about this? I've been telling people that I feel like maybe around 2030, within the next decade, I think smartphones and the internet are going to be like regulated hard, dude. I think it's going to be like if if you're a kid and you want a, a fucking phone or access to the internet, it's going to be like it's going to be like getting your license. You're going to have to go to like a DMV and there's going to be like such a long process. It's going to be everything's going to be so regulated. And huh. uh, yeah, I it's I don't know, I haven't really thought about because we're like the test subjects, you know, we had yeah. smartphones in high school when it was kind of a new thing. Like I remember yeah. if you had a smartphone when we were in high school or something, it you were looked at like, you know, how people looked at uh, people who got Teslas when they first came out. Like, ooh, look who's got money. Now yeah. it's just like you need to fucking have it. You get made fun of if you don't have it. And the it's the wild, wild west. And I feel like in in a few years the government's gonna step in and they're gonna be like look we we need to control this shit there's too much you're gonna i saw something on on netflix actually the other day it was about like ai and stuff and um in china if you want to use the internet you have to give permission to uh to use a face id um and and them having your face is what like gives you access to the internet. Yikes, dude! That kind of seems like a slippery slope. Yeah, and they're talking about like you know everybody has their social security, everybody has their fingerprint, um, yeah. other shit like that. But our face, um, that's kind of for. I'm sure there's something hidden in those fucking terms of service that nobody reads. That like is like some kind of technically a violation of privacy but not really because you agreed to it and yeah, um, exactly i think i saw some stuff like in england they've got these cameras that face scan everybody walking down a public street when they're yeah. looking for criminals and so like people will like cover their faces up and then the police will stop and be like why are you covering your face and it's yeah, this whole argument yeah. of and then i think about it i was like oh shit dude covid you know, they made everybody wear masks. Um, and it, oh, fuck, it made more sense when I first thought of it when I was watching this thing. But it, it, it had something to do with, like, um, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. Fuck it. I don't think I'm ever going to, I don't think I'm going to repair what I fucking fixed. I got bad news, dude. They fucking, they're not coming to fix my AC. They had an emergency. But I guess it's kind of good news because. I get to not do anything, but I have a dentist appointment in like two hours. That's about it. Uh, I feel like it could either go with the way you were talking about, like where you kind of have to get registered to use the internet because it like, okay. So there's so much like you can use the internet to find all sorts of things, dude. Like the mm -hmm. internet can either lead you to become like enlightened and no fucking everything about a certain topic or it can lead you to believe that the earth's flat you know what i mean or like, that woman or less you know yeah the okay. internet is crazy dangerous so they might be like we have to regulate this like you have to you have to get your internet license mm -hmm. or or it could just go the opposite direction where it becomes so ubiquitous that 
it becomes impossible to control. And I think what is coming is some kind of neural interface with the internet, right? Yeah. Um, what is so that? You know how, um, yeah, go ahead. Like Neuralink. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you used to, if you wanted to go on the internet, you used to have to load up the family computer and then, uh, do the whole dial up thing. And then you could get onto the internet and you could search something and then it would take five minutes to load. And then you could get like one, you could get like one piece of information about it. And it's time for bed. But, yep. And then, and then the internet grows, technology gets better and then it gets to be on your phone and then it go, goes to your watch. Uh, and eventually it'll go maybe into like a contact lens so your ability to access it is getting better and better and better right Mm -hmm. so so it's either going to go one way where it's like your ability to access it gets restricted by the government because it's very dangerous or your ability to access it gets greatly enhanced to the point where they put a chip in your brain and instead of like okay imagine that we're sitting together having coffee and you're like i wonder like when the magna carta was signed and so it's like oh okay hold on let me pull up my phone that takes one second let me type when was the magna carta signed that takes four seconds and then it takes one second for the, an answer to pop up and you don't know if it's the right answer or not because you don't know you're not fact checking it it just says like the magna carta was signed in 1435 okay that sounds like it could be legit so let's go with that that took five seconds or longer. Mm-hmm. It's eventually going to be where, okay, if you're just laying here right now, you know how you can like think about moving your leg mm-hmm. and it and it moves because it's con- it's controlled by your thoughts, but you can also think about moving your leg without it moving. You can imagine moving it without moving it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So you can, you can think about, when was the Magna Carta signed and nothing happens, just like you can think about moving your leg and nothing happens, or you can think about when was the Magna Carta signed and the answer pops into your brain. Yeah, just yeah. like how you think about moving your leg and your leg moves. Scary. It's kind of like that SpongeBob episode when he's like, at least I'm safe inside my mind, and then turns out he's not. <laughs> Fucking... Yeah, dude, this is kind of like thinking about getting first place. Like, my, I'm trying to get my body to make first place at the Spartan race, but it's just, it's not happening. But if I yeah, had the so Neuralink like, chip, everybody's fucking gonna die near me, and then I fucking know. Um, so that, that basically means that, like, all that you, like, if you have that, that neural implant, then you basically have access to all of the information that humans have ever produced, you know, whether it's right or wrong, mm-hmm. you have access to it. Yeah. They were talking about something like that with AI, like, because, you know, um, I don't know if it was like chat GPT or whatever, but just some form of AI. It basically, there's like two ways to make a computer. One, you do a bunch of zeros and ones and you feed it information. Like you fig, you have to, teach it everything and then there's like the new way of like you just let the fucking ai scour the internet and figure it out itself and i guess what it's coming out it's like there's just so much misinformation on the internet and there's a lot of things just like from the past that like that fuck it up if that makes sense and like it goes into from what i saw um 
it's like learning history and it's like it's like learning racism so they did something with fucking amazon like they had an ai um sorry getting text um they tr- they tried to like have a machine or an AI uh, go through all of the job applications, um, and they denied all the women. They they like denied all of the women, and they only hired the men because it learned through all of its research on the internet. It's like, oh well, there's no female presidents. There's no like, there's not much female roles. So we need to make it correct. We need to make it like that. And so like according to their calculations, they had to hire all the men. <laughs> People named Daquan don't get hired. Yeah. So anybody named Daquan, we should not hire. <laughs> yeah, it has something like that with black people. Like there was this lady, um, she was black and, and, and she was trying to make like a facial recognition thing and it wouldn't recognize her face. Um, but she would put like a fucking white Jabberwockies mask on and it would recognize her face. And then, oh, um, goodness. it had, I don't know. It had something to do. I, I didn't finish the whole fucking thing, but it's just interesting stuff with how the future is going to go. And that's uh reason number one as to why I'm afraid of having kids. But I guess, you know, it's natural for everybody to be uncertain. I think that, <laughs> yeah. I think that like when your parents were about to have you, they could have said the same thing about whatever was new technology at the time you know yeah like i don't know what 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 was new technology at the time that your parents 20 30 years ago in the early 90s when you were born what was new and cutting edge just the internet in general like maybe in general yeah ordering something off ebay um yeah my mom yeah growing up actually my mom was super strict when it came to the internet and ordering yeah, things too. she never wanted me to give my address she never wanted me to order things she was scared it was going to be a scam and i remember being a kid and just thinking "Ugh, my mom's so paranoid but now that i'm yeah. older i'm like you know what maybe she's on to something and trying to put myself in her shoes like i could yeah, understand how something yeah. so new could be so scary my parents were the same way and i think that was hella smart yeah like they were good to teach me not to give personal information on the internet. Yeah. Little did you know the first girl you kissed was uh meeting somebody on the internet and yeah. giving information. Exactly. Dude. Or just um, your best friend, one of your best friends. You met him on the internet. So yep. it could be a good thing, could it be could be a bad thing too. But. Yeah. But if you don't have that like like default level of skepticism, like yeah. if you're just like you get a message on xbox hi i'm a pretty girl and i will meet you if you give me this information <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. no one told you not to no one told it's you to be worried about that kind of stuff yeah then you know yeah, i don't know i feel like i'm kind of like an in-betweener of somebody who's paranoid and thinks like i think i think people are fucking tripping and like for example when i was watching that show yesterday it made me think of like tiktok and you ever watch those TikToks or people? I think they do it on like Facebook and Instagram too. But like a lot of videos are voiced over by that fucking robot. My yeah. dad went to Walmart today and this <laughs> happened. Like when that first started happening, because that's been going around for like what, two, three years now. Yeah. And when that first started happening, like what the fuck does this like, you're so lazy. You can't use your own voice and narrate it. 
And then I I just started thinking about it like, oh, shit, people are so self-conscious. Like they don't even want to have their voice on the Internet. And then they're so scared of the um, like those deep fake shits. Like I know they make a lot of Joe Rogan and he'll he'll talk about like why racism is good. And it's just completely (laughs) AI. And I don't know, man, there's tons of people that are on the front lines of that kind of shit. And. You know, I'm not a famous person or anything, but here I am. I'm recording this fucking phone call, and it's just like you could take this podcast as long as I say every letter of the alphabet. You could make me say anything, but I sometimes see that as a safety net. You know, like if I were to five years from now or something, somebody comes up with some shit from me, and everybody's like approaching me, like, "Did you say this? Did you say this?" I, I feel like I've got the safety net of being like, dude, I've got like 255 episodes of my podcast. That's made up when really it's true yeah. or something. You know? <laughs> like, well, eventually we, yeah, eventually like so much stuff will be made up that you won't be able to trust anything. Yeah. Yeah. That misinformation. It's, uh, it's weird, man. It's so weird. Like, I remember when we were in high school, it was just, like, even the high school kids were like, it's either fucking Fox or Die or CNN or Die. And I grew up in a household that was strictly CNN, and people would kind of say Fox News was a joke, but there were some people who fucking swore by it. But now it's like, you listen to any of the news too much, you kind of look that as a fucking goofball. It's like, what, yeah. really? You watch CNN but not Joe Rogan? You're just a fucking ca- casual or something. I don't know. Right. It's the main. It's yeah. It's the mainstream versus the like, kind of like the fringe, cutting edge or uh, independent what's, information. What's your reliable source of information? Like, how do you get your news? How do you find out about things? Uh, podcast, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh. Yeah, like the the guests that Joe Rogan will have on, or um, Tim Cast, that podcast. Tim Cast, huh? Who's that? I listen to that. Tim Kennedy. Uh, what is it? Tim Kennedy. No, Tim yeah. Pool. Oh, okay, I don't think I've heard of him. He, yeah. Um, Alex Jones. I mean, he's had Alex Jones on the podcast, I think, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know though, because I pretty much have gotten to the point where I just don't trust anything. Right. I, you know, uh, I kind of try to, um, just form my own opinions. It's hard not to like listen to only one side of an issue. Cause once you click on one thing, then you'll get fed 10 things that are just like it. Yeah, they they pump that algorithm into you. They're like, oh, these yeah. guys. Remember that fucking? Uh, I forgot the the English teacher's name, but it was like English two twenty one. And I remember I had to do a fucking paper on gun control. It was like seventeen pages. Uh, uh, LMC. Yeah, just like at the end of it, you know, you had to take a stance on gun control. And by the end of it, I didn't know if I was fucking for or against it. I was just like, there's good points on each side. Yeah, yeah, that's probably that was probably the point. <laughs> yeah, to make you realize that it's not a simple thing. Even before COVID, though, I still remembered like when the because fake news and all of that was still like a big deal before this all happened. 
And I just remember when it was first starting, like January, December of 2020, everybody was just so like, what do you think? You think that's fake? What do you think? And then it just fucking blew up. And um, I just think about, I, I, I don't know, man, I'm surface level kind of yeah i I, i'll see a headline or whatever and that's it and it's hard to keep up too because it's also like just everybody's got a phone there's news on everything now and it just kind of gets you to think well like were we just always this fucked up it's just that we didn't really have like cameras rolling for everything yeah um, that's a big part of it i think yeah like these mass shootings bro there's fucking particularly this year and last year i can't keep up like yeah I I feel like when something like maybe I'm too young to really like get a good gauge of how it went, but I don't know something like Virginia Tech. I remember Virginia Tech was all over the news. It was such a big deal. Um, but maybe now that I think about it, maybe it's just more. It was like fresh to me because I was young and I had never heard of something uh, crazy like that. Now I just feel kind of desensitized. Like oh shit, shooting in Nashville. And then it's just like, oh, that's fucked up. But then like two days later, oh, shooting in Texas, you know, it just it just keeps going. And I feel like especially living in America, I just feel like it's like a dartboard, dude. And you just hope that you don't get fucking you get caught up in it, you know? Yeah, I think if you never watched the news and you only heard about mass shootings that happened like in your city, then the number of mass shootings would stay the same it would always be zero you know it, mm-hmm. it, like until it's like that one time in your life and then you, where it happens in your city or whatever and then you're like if someone later on asks you like are mass shootings an issue and you're like well there was only one so i guess not <laughs> that would be your opinion if you just didn't watch the news yeah ignorance is bliss you know it's like yeah. can't be too afraid. Um, but then I, I I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Like I I remember how I was when COVID first came out. I man, I feel so embarrassed. I think about it, but it I can't like blame myself because everybody was so unsure. But I remember I went fucking hiking once, and I met up with some friends, bro. I showed up to the fucking hiking trail with a mask and like rubber gloves on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I just, I think back like, holy shit. And now here I am just like, if I go to a store and I see somebody with a mask on, I'm just like, this person's probably just insecure, their fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, like, I think COVID was something that caused a lot of people to distrust, like, the institutions that they used to trust. Like, who who can trust CNN anymore? Who can trust, like, the... um world health organization when like mm-hmm. something that you said like two years ago would get you in so much trouble and now it's what the world health organization is saying or like i don't know man yeah it's i i'm i'm a little bit more of a conspiracy theorist i think it was an excuse for people who are authoritarianist and in power to to uh cause fear and uh division in the society and that helps them gain more control of society but that's a whole conspiracy thing 
if our society here in America were to fall apart, where would be the first place that you go to? Would you go to another country or would you try to just like go deeper into the unknowns of America and try to bunker down somewhere? Yeah, I would probably do that. I mean, it depends on what like the nature of the collapse of society look like. I've thought about it. I think I would be pretty screwed. I don't need, I don't know how to like, I could, there could be a chicken in front of me and I wouldn't even know how to eat it. You know? Oh yeah. I think about that too. (laughs) For me, I guess it's more on like staying alive and hope, hoping that things get figured out like as soon as possible, you know? Yeah. And if, yeah. Like, cause I would hate to, I used to kind of have that mentality of like, well, if fucking society falls apart, I don't want to live in it. You know, like I want to be one of the first people to die, whatever. I don't want to work. Like, I don't even want to like fight for my life. But then I think about, it's like, what if I just gave up too early? And then like literally like a month or two later, things started picking back up. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it, what is interesting to think about is, uh, like, you could be at a grocery store one day and you get what you need and you say, hello, how's it going? Thank you. Have a nice day. Yes. Plastic's fine. <laughs> and, uh, and then a week from that, uh, there is nothing in the grocery store and you go there and everybody is there and nothing is there. Mm-hmm. And then you are like, you know, like you, <laughs> the same people that you were friendly with and everything was good. It's like those people become like your competition for survival. And, uh, it's a Spartan race and like push comes to shove, dude, like society would break down like really quickly. Um, like you, you would do stuff that you never thought that you would do when you're hungry. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you're hungry or, and you don't like, don't know where the, like closest clean water is you're like oh shit like things have just changed a lot would you rob somebody i I think everybody would rob somebody see i always think about like i'm just gonna try to defend myself from robbing people but i never thought of myself as like nah fuck it dude we're scavenging the neighborhood like i'm gonna try and collect as many ramen noodles as i can um I don't know. I guess like that. Yeah, I just have this assumption, but I it's it's probably not really going to happen that I'd be fucking ready that I'd be hunkered down. But I I don't have anything. I have a couple of MREs around here and emergency like medical kits and stuff. But it's like I eat a lot. I like I feel (laughs) imagine you try to be the goody two shoes in this environment where like. Okay, news go off in New York and San Francisco, and like it's like oh shit! Now it's every man for themselves, and like oh you you want to be a goody two shoes and you don't want to root and you don't want to rob, but like you now your your house doesn't have power. You get in your car, you grab your essentials, you get in your car, and you go to the grocery store, and it is being looted or it has already been looted, yeah. and you're like fuck. Okay, there's no food there now. And then you go to the gas station. The gas pumps don't work. Mm-hmm. How far can I get on one tank of gas? You, you're going to start to get desperate, and you're not going to like when you realize that like you don't you don't have fuel, you don't have food, you don't have clean water. Uh, you're not going to like care about anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody like you, you, you'll probably have a gun. Somebody else 
have food and water and they don't have a gun or they're not prepared, like, what are you prepared to do when you start to get hungry and you start to get thirsty? You know what I mean? Man. See, I don't, you're like, I can't. One day you're saying hello to everybody at the grocery store. A week later, you're hungry, you're thirsty. You don't know how, where you're going to get your next food and water and you've got a gun. Like how fast you can go from a civilized society to doing things that you never thought you would ever do. I think that people don't think about that. Yeah, I don't, but now I am thinking about it and it just, I mean, you're not, you're never really going to know until you're in that situation. Right. But it's fun to just kind of fantasize and play along. I would love to just be the person that, that doesn't, you know, flash a gun or whatever. I'd knock on somebody's door and just be like, look, man, I'm fucking thirsty. I know you got and hopefully they're not assholes. But of course they're gonna, you know, you let somebody in and be like, sorry, dude, can't do it. If if we give you water, the fucking other people are gonna find out. We gotta feed them. And then is that really that's a question. Are you gonna fucking pull out a gun? You gonna start chonking it? You gonna fucking I mean, people are already fucking shooting themselves without <laughs> without society really fully falling apart. Do you hear about that shit in Texas? Um, it was crazy, man. This guy was shooting a gun in his backyard or something, just like shooting at the ground. And his neighbors told him to stop as they, you know, probably yeah, should. I think I didn't hear about yeah. this. Yeah. And he got pissed off and went to his neighbor's house and fucking executed everybody. Yeah. Um, so that's going on and everybody's working their fucking shift at the Walmart and there's no problem. Like people are just mentally disturbed, man. Yeah. That makes hearing stories like that makes me feel, makes me wonder how people get that mentally disturbed to do something like that. I think the internet's a big part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, um, it's weird, like that, man. That person did not have, like, I feel like you can't have, friends and family that you can count on and you can talk to and still do something like that. You know what I mean? Like you have to be so isolated and lonely and confused and like something like so primed for something to set you off to do something like that. Like maybe drugs. Yeah. Maybe drugs. A lot of drinking. Um, Well, that's depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just don't want to get to that level. Um, well, I hate to end on a depressing note, but I got <laughs> to go. I got to, I told my dad I would come over and drop something off. So I got to go run over okay. there. Oh yeah. That's cool, man. That's, um, I'll let you go, but they moved. So they moved just for you basically. They, or the, were they tired of the area or? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we moved up here and then we told them like, Hey, you know, it's kind of really freaking nice up here, and it would be kind of nice if you guys were closer, and uh, you're both retired, and uh, Antioch isn't getting any better. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's and cool. uh, They love it out there? The idea. Yeah, so they decided to start looking for houses, um, and they put some offers in, and then they finally got this one that's pretty close, which is nice. And, uh, yeah, so is basically it? we'll have, uh, we have like automatic dog sitters and then nice. we'll have automatic babysitters, Fuck which is man. nice. Um, is it hotter out there than it is in the Bay? Cause I had looked on the map where, uh, that lake is 
and uh, seems a little deeper into California. Or does the uh, lake help? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think it's not hotter than the Bay Area. I think it's not that much different. I would. I would assume it'd be a couple degrees colder on average. Okay. Well, all right, it's then. Up man. In the hills, it's at an elevation, so it's a little cooler, but it still gets hot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to Monterey though. It was fucking yeah, beautiful. Me too. But, I mean, I'm gonna work on that camping list. Okay, yeah, man. Well, nice chatting with you. I'll let you go. Um, yeah. Tell your tell your parents I said what's up. Okay, for and, sure. Uh, I'll see you for the camping trip. Yep. Be right All right, dude. All right, man. See ya. Peace out. All right. Um. That was unexpected. I wasn't expecting to do this podcast with a with a guest, but hey, fuck yeah, dude. We had Billy on. That was cool. Billy's been on here before. I think he's been on once or twice before. And um, damn, I had a whole list of things I wanted to share with you guys that I wrote down, but um, maybe I'll get to it. Maybe I'll get to it. One second, though. Let me pause this. I got to answer some messages. All right. Messaged my people. Messages have been sent. So, um, interesting things we kind of chatted about, kind of just touched up surface level on everything that everybody talks about three years later, still talking about COVID and shit like that. Um, but here's something I wanted to share kind of off topic. This is really what I wanted to start the podcast with, but, um, just kind of trying to figure myself out kind of like what I was telling Billy, but, um, you know, a really early memory that I had, I was like seven years old, man. I went to, I went to Universal Studios. I think it was the first time I went to Universal Studios and I had, um, I had, a um, like a track suit on, like a silver track suit. Um, so it was like matching it. It felt like, I felt like a spaceman, dude pants little long sleeve shirt i think and um i felt cool i think it was my first time wearing it it felt like i was wearing like some kind of fucking nasa uniform and i'm walking through universal studios and i just kind of had this feeling of like oh, i wonder if people are gonna look at me in my fucking outfit and i felt like you know I wanted that feeling of people to look at me to think that, oh, I'm part of the show or, oh, I work here at Universal's, you know, and I feel like that was one of like the early, the very first stages of my life where I was kind of like, I want attention or I want people to look at me. And I was, and I remember being like seven and just thinking like one day, you know, I'm going to be somebody one day. I'm going to walk into a place like universal studios and everybody's going to recognize me and be like, Oh shit. Marky's that fucking universal student guys. You know, I always wanted that. And I'm, I'm like embarrassed by it. And instead of just like wanting it or being embarrassed by it or anything, I'm just trying to figure out like, why was I like that? Like what, what caused that? Was it because I wasn't breastfed as a kid? I don't know. And so, yeah, just trying to figure out the psychology of that fucking armchair psychology. And, uh, and I don't know, man, it, it, whatever it could have been, oh, you always, you know, I always wanted something like that. I always wanted to feel special. 
Um, and when I say it out loud, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, oh, I want I want people to look at me, or oh, I want people to think I'm cool. And so I think about that a lot when it comes to like comedy and doing stand up. It's like the closest you can get to that, or at least for me. And there's some days where I just come up there and nobody listens, and I just kind of think like, um, yeah, nobody cares. You know, nobody really cares. And if they care so much where they're freaking out because a celebrity is at fucking Universal or something, that's like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, it's like a mental illness. You know, I don't, I don't want people losing it over anyone, you know? feel like I could have explained that a little bit better, but I'm not going to even try anymore. So just thinking about how comedy is subjective to, you know, I was watching a show and they said something that was like really racist towards black people. And my girl was like laughing, like on the floor laughing. But then they said something, they said jokes about suicide. And then that's when she was like, "Mm -mm, I don't like that. They're going too far. And I was like, dude, you people can be so selective of like two fucked up situations that they're trying to make fun at and there's one where it's like ah it's so funny you know even though it's about like slavery and then there's another one about somebody putting a bullet in their head and it's just like i didn't really like that and it's just interesting when i when i do comedy too in front of people and it's like They'll hear a couple of jokes and you can tell in their face they've got that like why did he they don't appreciate it. But then when you when they hear something that has to do that that fits their fucking narrative, they laugh when everything's just as fucked up. So yeah, I just been thinking about that. And uh another thing that I wrote down that I want to share with you guys, I feel like I feel like everybody from Australia has allergies. You ever think of an Australian accent? It's just like, oh, mate, yeah, it's fucking this good cunt of a fucking kangaroo that we're going to go uh, ravage up here, mate. We're going to go have us a couple of fucking points, mate. And then we're going to get down. We're going to get dirty with the fucking alligators. We're going to get fucking down, man. And I start like, you know, Australia was on fire maybe like three years ago. And I think that's why they sound like that. I feel like the I'd never been to Australia, but I bet the air quality fucking sucks because it's a fucking throwaway island that used to be where they sent the prisoners, you know, these fucking experimental animals. I feel like Australia is just a horrible fucking place and uh, and not in a bad, you know. Not trying to bash on the culture, you know. There might be some people. Hey, mate, we take good pride here being here in fucking Australia, man. And we're fucking built different, mate. Oh, shall shot, man. You're a good cunt you are, mate. If we're gonna talk shit about Australia, come down here, man. You'll never last. It's fucking 109 degrees during Christmas out here, mate. Yeah, you don't know fucking shit about your fucking sheltered California good ocean air. We fucking struggle out here, mate. It's fucking every day. 
the fucking fires, man. I was inha- I was inhaling the fucking ashes of koalas, mate. And it ain't no fucking crikey. I was like, oh god, for for cunt's sake, mate. And every day out here in Australia, it's fucking hard out here, mate. It's the fucking Wild West. There's only 300 million people here, mate. No, not 300. It's like 30 million people here, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may have more people in California, but Australia. Also, inhabited, mate. It fucking all kangaroos. You know, so I just feel like everybody, their noses is plugged. The allergies must be bad. That's why they fucking talk like that. And yeah, that's, I think that's just really everything that's kind of been on my mind lately. Haven't been thinking about killing myself, just enjoying the ride, just been chilling. And uh, thank you for listening to me and my friend Billy. So um, you can contact me, you can send me an email, suicidelogs at gmail.com. I've got the link tree uh, for my Instagram, my Twitter, my OnlyFans, all that shit. It's all up there. So see y'all later.
Kill down.